Welcome to the Parable Podcast. Thanks for joining Family Life's on-air host, Randy Snavely, as he digs into the story lessons taught by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. In this episode, it's part one of The Parable of the Hidden Treasure from the book of Matthew. It's known as Yates Pool. Several years ago in western Texas, a barren sheep ranch owned by a guy named Yates was about to be foreclosed on. An oil company approached Mr. Yates and asked him for permission to drill on his land, and he granted it. Thirty years later, the well was still producing 100,000 barrels of oil per day. Mr. Yates had been sitting on a gold mine and didn't even know it. But once it was discovered, he had a huge treasure in his possession. Looking at Matthew 13, verses 44 and 45, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who in finding one pearl of great value went and sold all he had and bought it. Well, like the oil field, the kingdom of God is very, very valuable. In fact, it is worth more than all of what you own or currently possess, no matter how much you think you are worth. And because the man found this treasure... He was so overjoyed over it that he went out and sold everything he had to get it. There are many who will argue that the man in verse 44 and the merchant in verse 45 represent Jesus. The argument being that's who the sower and the man represented in the earlier parables. But the symbols in one parable do not necessarily mean the same thing in the next parable. The seed in the first parable in Matthew 13 is different from the seed in the second parable. I suggested the birds in one parable don't necessarily represent the same thing in the next parable. The man in verse 44, I think, represents you and me. It could be Joe anybody. And right away, it's easy to think that this guy is pretty unethical. He finds a valuable treasure on somebody else's land, and he keeps it for himself. He's a thief. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we make a judgment, we need to look at the culture of the day. And when we do, we find that the law of the land back then was finders keepers. Jewish law said, if a man finds some money, it belongs to the finder. So this guy is not being dishonest. Now, before we go any further, I need to give credit where credit is due. The outline for the points that I will be mentioning comes from Dr. John MacArthur. The focal point in both of these verses is the value of the objects, the treasure in verse 44 and the pearl in verse 45. I believe they represent the kingdom of God, specifically here referring to Jesus Christ and the salvation he gives. It's a priceless gift. Nothing else compares to it. The gift of salvation is more valuable by far than any other possession. 
In verse 45, we have a merchant looking for very valuable pearls. Now, the word for merchant refers to someone who knows his trade well. So this guy's an expert. In his travels, he finds the mother of all pearls. It's more valuable than any other pearl he has ever seen. He sells all of his possessions to buy that one pearl, the kingdom of heaven. God's gift of salvation is priceless. Nothing else compares to this treasure. Now, I'm not saying that my view on this parable is the correct view. I think it is, but I won't stake my life on it. There are other Bible teachers who lay out why they believe the treasure represents Israel and the pearl represents the church. But to me, that's kind of stretching things a bit. Nothing is more valuable than Christ's forgiveness of sin and his gift of eternal life. So the treasure pearl is valuable, more valuable than anything you will ever possess. But it's also hidden. One is in the ground and one is in a clam. And if you're not willing to look, you're probably not going to find this priceless treasure or pearl. John 1.11 tells us that Jesus' own people rejected him. Earlier in the chapter, we learned that even though Jesus was walking on our planet, which he made, by the way, people did not recognize him. At some point, the idea of looking for the treasure has to become part of us. We can't just go tootalooing along in life and throw out a flippant examination here or give a little peek there and expect to find the treasure. No, it's not going to happen that way. We won't find the treasure like that. The treasure pearl is extremely valuable, it's hidden, and it must be taken by you. An individual must possess it in order to receive any benefit from it. Last Christmas, my son Luke told us that he wanted a new cell phone. He asked my wife and me if we could pay for half the cost and he would cover the other half. I ordered the phone. It arrived a week before the holiday. The phone sat at our house, but Luke was still in Atlanta, Georgia, where he lives. It wasn't until he made it up to New York that the phone was any benefit to him. He had to possess it before he could truly enjoy the features it offered. And so it is with God's gift of salvation. Like the birds hanging out on the branches under the big tree in the parable of the mustard seed, many people are under the umbrella of the kingdom. But they're just there. They haven't gone digging for the treasure. They've given no thought of finding and following the Lord. Jesus said in Matthew 7, Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and do mighty works in your name? And I will say to them, I never knew you. Get out. You see, it's not enough to do all the right things or attend the different services. You have to understand and believe what Jesus has done for you on the cross 
and grab onto his gift to actually have the treasure. The kingdom is priceless. The kingdom is hidden. The kingdom must be possessed. Thanks for listening to the Parable Podcast from Family Life. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please check out Family Life's other original podcasts, including Therese Talk, If That Makes Sense, and the Rise Up Morning Show podcast with Steve, Therese, and Tim. You can help Family Life share the gospel and bring spiritual encouragement to others when you partner with us financially at familylife.org.